Yeah, did you see what I said about uh, American Vandal? Season two, coming in like less than two weeks. That's pretty exciting. I had no idea. Yeah, like I saw the, so I saw the trailer was out. I did not watch the trailer. Uh, I skipped right to the end just to see if there was a date, and it just said coming soon. So I guess it was true. Yeah. Dude, okay, I'm going to ask you something weird. Do you ever, does this happen to you just like in general? A couple weeks ago, it's like the time of year hit, and I just started thinking about American Vandal for no reason. I hadn't thought about it for many months, and then I just checked. Then you sent me the text message, and then it's coming out in two weeks. Yeah. That kind of stuff happens to me all the time, but like I can't tell if it's like perfect marketing or if it's just pure coincidence. Remember when I went to that Bahamas show in Seattle? Yeah. I started listening to Bahamas the day before, and it was like, there's a show in Seattle tomorrow. You want to go? And I'm like, yes. I don't know. I, that kind of stuff is just like, there's a name for this effect, and I can't remember what the hell it is. But Is this serendipity? No, it's just pure coincidence, because there are a million other bands that you listen to and a million other TV shows that you think about where this doesn't happen in this kind of coincidental way. I suppose. I think it's just kind of miraculous that it happens at all. The level... I'm, I don't think you're understanding... This kind of stuff just happens at a high enough frequency in my life that I'm not so sure this whole thing isn't scripted. It's like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, for example, right? I haven't lived in Chicago for six and a half years, and I certainly haven't been here for a Labor Day in a while, I think. Um, uh, there was a wedding once, I think, but like it's been a while. And as you know, as of late, I've been ramping up my wrestling watching, right? Yeah. There's like this whole second movement of wrestling happening in the world of independent promotions and they were hosting like their first huge earth shattering we're making a big change to the industry event not only in chicago a week after i moved here but in the suburb next to me dude nice no but don't you see like this stuff just keeps happening all the time it's like i have my my pick of how to live a perfect life i feel really guilty it's called the I hope I'm pronouncing this right. The Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. That, that sounds like a, an Ashton Kutcher movie that didn't take off. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know, when you either stumble across some piece of information. I think it happens more often, or at least the name uh, is specifically for when you like learn a new word or something like that, and then you start noticing it a lot. This is that Volkswagen thing? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm I'm glad there's an explanation for it, because for a little while it was freaking me out <laughs> i mean it's either that or this is your truman show you're back yeah do you, we should explain this to people so i have a theory if the truman show is a thing if it is happening to to someone what i'm putting out there is that it happens to someone for like a season at a time that's why your life goes in months long lulls people and then just picks up out of nowhere for like hey guess what a 12 episode arc it's the strangest thing <laughs> So there was a period of about three months when I was in contract renegotiation when I was in Boston, and they got a sound alike for me, but you never saw me in person. You just uh, heard my voice on the pod, so so you never knew. I would be shocked if you had found someone to negotiate a contract with you about this podcast. <laughs> no, 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 about my appearance in your show. Oh, well, no, you can't tell me. You're you're probably, you know what? You and I are probably trapped in the same little world, dude. You're not, you're not, face it. I learned a long time ago that you haven't figured out any big secret of life. <laughs> so it's you and me in the shoebox, buddy. But like, just let me know when your season starts because I am always entertained by it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing like, 
an entirely different way of looking at life at you and you're like yep my teleprompter <laughs> got jammed i don't know what there to tell is you no teleprompter josh just watch the world is gonna pick up around you i've had like an insane few weeks so my thing is probably gonna ramp down a little bit but you're about to maybe you're about to like pick up maybe it's josh season yeah it could be josh season do you think anything is on the horizon well, I mean, work just started kind of crazy picking up. We launched our, our product, which is, okay. which is fun. That's a great place yeah. to start a season. Yeah. So now what's going to happen? Like, who, are there new characters? Um, Let's see. Have, have brand new people popped up into your life out of nowhere? Not really. Not in the last week or two. Okay, then that, that's that's going to happen next. Right now, they're just establishing what's happening with you. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about the premiere, like, we did our big launch on Friday, literally 48 hours ago. Actually, no, not even. 24 hours ago was the first game that we ran. So, yeah, we're, this is the premiere still. How do you feel? I don't know. I feel excited and interested to see what new wacky characters are going to come into my life. I want to know who's going to be the comic relief. It'd be great if they started writing you as like a slips on banana peels guy. <laughs> this season, you're just like a goof. Anywhere you go outside, someone has just slicked the road. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you about that time I literally did slip on a banana peel. But if there's going to be somebody, if there's going to be comic relief in my show, in my life, that means that I'm in for some rough months. Because a comedy doesn't have comic relief. The whole thing is comic relief. Dude, uh, you know what? The if If you slip on a banana peel again, it's just going to be like a callback joke. <laughs> There we go, yeah. The insiders to the Josh show. Oh, man, you got a bad name for your show. Very difficult to pronounce. I... <laughs> you... Wait, can you try saying it? The Josh show? Ugh! I know. Well, because you got the two shushes next to each other. Yeah, it's just like, shh, be quiet. No one wants to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when I worked at Amazon and the street that my building was on, my Amazon building, was Harrison Street? So I wanted to call my show Harrison on Harrison. What show? <laughs> I mean, my the show about all of my antics. So you would have... So, okay. Sorry, you're, you're talking about if you could have gone back and known this whole thing. Okay, the show would have been called Harrison on Harrison. Where do you work now? I work at a company called Taunt. No, no, no. Why do... <laughs> <laughs> Where where do you Let me do my plug. I didn't do it before. Fine. If you like esports, if you like League of Legends, download Taunt. What just happened? Do it. Listen, we're in the, <laughs> we're in a different discussion. I'm sure Taunt is great. I downloaded it. It was great. But listen, what street where do you work? Second Ave South. Harrison on Second Ave South. <laughs> it sounds like your life took a real left turn. The first season was all about exploring you, <laughs> and now you're just under bridges in Second Half South. I mean, is this like the Seattle version of Skid Row? Maybe. I mean, you'll have to tell us over the course of the next few months. <laughs> that's true, and that's why we'll need the comic relief. They gave you a Friday night slot, huh? I, I noticed that. That's tough. But that's okay. It's okay. You're listening to Instead Of, a hypothetical podcast with Josh Harrison. Not Mike Bogart again this week, but he'll be back, I think, either next week or the week after. And me, Dup and Johnny. Enjoy the show.
Oh, dude, you want to hear something great? What's up? Oh, I wish Mike was here. I was driving around in suburban Chicago, and a license plate caught my eye, like the thing that people put around their actual license plate. And so listen to this. This is the thought I had. Toyota Arlington sounds like a character from a Western, not a Chicago land car dealership. And then my mind just exploded with ideas for this character. Well, so Toyota is not a... Dude, no, but Toyota Arlington is. That's the thing. I couldn't believe it. But Arlington turned Toyota into a Western character. I guess. It's like... Toyota is the character <laughs> you that have, has... You have to say Toyota Arlington. Otherwise, it's... Toyota Arlington. Fine. Do you see how different that feels than saying Toyota? <laughs> I do. Toyota Arlington is a mixed-race son of, like... A... I'll tell you who. A Native American warrior chief and a, a, a beautiful woman from the plains. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that guy is in a Western. Okay, so what? So what other ideas <laughs> Dude, did you it have? It worked. You, you you accepted that. That's great. I mean, I accepted it before. I was just trying to figure out where where this person's lineage had to lie to to result in this. A man of specifics, I guess. I had, yeah. I had no idea you enjoyed so much of the detail. You know, I'm I'm a man of detail. Well, then great. Then you can help me with my instead of since I came up with Toyota Arlington. So instead of my character, fill some of this world out. Give me give me the place in which this guy uh, lives and wanders, and what does he do? Okay. Um, so this person grew up on the Sedan Ranch. You don't have to call him this person. It's like a this the character is as close to me as you are. So, you know, I would prefer it if you called him by his name and first and last. <laughs> Toyota Arlington <laughs> grew up on Sedan Ranch. Uh I don't like that, <laughs> but I gave you I gave you creative freedom. What is the isn't Sedona a thing? Yeah, can't you work that in? Isn't that more clever than Sedan Ranch? <laughs> Fine, Sedona, Arizona. Is Sedona in Arizona? I don't know. You're the only one of us who's been to Arizona. I've never been to Arizona. <laughs> that's a really did bad, you drive through it? That's a really bad country song we just wrote together. <laughs> Okay, so grew up on Sedona Ranch. His favorite horse was named... So he had more than one? Well, I mean, you know, as you grow up, you, you go through a couple of horses. Sometimes they don't make it through the through the cold winters of Sedona. Dude, what? <laughs> Holy shit. Wait, what? <laughs> We're killing horses episode one? <laughs> We're not killing them. But the the harsh realities of their life are? That's the kind of show we're showing? Okay. I'm actually I'm actually bought in. Damn, this got more like Red Dead Redemption than musical. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. His horse was named. His horse is named Dr. Murphy. What? What's happening around you? Did th- did that name take over your soul? <laughs> no, Zach uh, jumped and is now settled on a paper bag. You know why? Because he heard the name Dr. Murphy for a horse. <laughs> it disturbed him as much as it disturbed me. 
Yeah. His second favorite horse, though, ran races, and he his horse's name was Sure Lucky Holmes. That was better in my head. <laughs> Whoa. Was Sherlock Holmes around in the... Uh... Listen, I don't care. I trusted you <laughs> with, like, some of my best IP, all right? <laughs> yeah. And you took Toyota Arlington and immediately made a laughing stock out of him. Oh, fancy boy reads English novels? Huh? <laughs> you name your horse after that? Yeah. I don't want yeah. Toyota Arlington to be bullied. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so... Listen to how strong and, and rugged his name is. <laughs> I know. His, uh... So the horse that he has now, at the start of the show... No, I'm not just going to go through Toyota names. I was going to say Highlander, but... You're off the project. You are off the project quick. This is one where I can't have you in the writer's room. You, Here's, you there, are, you are a no poison way. to this idea, Josh. There is no way that Toyota is going to sponsor the production of this show if we don't like layer on thick a bunch of Toyota references. Is Wait, Toyota's not just like a name? No, they're sponsoring this dude. No, they're not. Like Ford is a name. Like it's uh, Gerald Ford is not associated. He might be with the Ford Motor. You know, it's very likely Michigan. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're well, hey, we all learned something just now from my rambling. But you, you see what I'm trying to say? Like Toyota can be. It's Toyota Arlington. It's just the name of our character. They don't own. They don't own him. No one does. Yeah, but it's but it's in their best interest to get everybody saying like. Oh, man, I love that Toyota. Okay, so we just found an antagonist for the show. This is the posse. Wait, who's the antagonist? Honda? The Toyota? Maybe. I, it, you know, it depends how they want to spin it. This is also a crossover with a backstory for the backstory of E. Honda from Street Fighter. <laughs> that old uh, sumo wrestler that can do the, like, thousand fists thing. Dude, wh why are you doing this to this, this idea? <laughs> He's the villain. He's the antagonist. Why do you hate this so much? Okay, fine. A sumo wrestler from Japan. <laughs> yeah. It comes to our part of town. Yeah. And I gotta, I gotta take him down while supporting car dealerships around the country, I guess. I, I wanted... It's the East versus the Old West. I wanted Toyota Arlington to be free of his past on the lot. I wanted him to explore a new life with the badass name that he had. And you you brought everything back into his reality, dude. You should feel bad for what you've done. You gave me a name and no direction on where you wanted this to go. Don't you put this on me. <laughs> where was this fire earlier? <laughs> this is what I want. Create with this passion, Josh. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It's not a passion project for me until I brought E. Honda into it. Why do you like E Honda so much? You talk about him all the time. I don't know. He uh he reminds me of a villain that I always wanted to write into a TV show. This is a lifelong dream that is coming to fruition. This is not a lifelong dream coming to fruition at all. So what was the mission? The mission. Are you do you think you'll do it? It's my my dad needs help. Yeah, I like your dad a lot. I I I would help him out. All right, here's so <laughs> I'm, I'm, this is not putting the man on blast. We had a long conversation about this, but my dad is the proud owner of like a pouch, like a, <laughs> a European handbag carry-all thing. Okay, I thought you were going to say like kangaroo pouch type thing. No, okay, no, no. I, I'm tracking. Much, much different. <laughs> like a clutch. Yep, like a big. Okay, like a 
you know. Yeah. Uh, and it, he's had one of those forever. It doesn't have like a strap over the shoulder. It just goes under your armpit, I guess, as you walk. Okay. So bigger than a bigger than a clutch, then. Yeah, bigger. At least from what I think a clutch is, I, I'm not. I'm not positive. I'm realizing it's pretty big. Okay. But uh, like a folio. I don't know what a folio is. Like those accordion things where I put files. Yeah, I th- yeah, that can be. That's it, too big. That's too too big. big. So like smaller than an eight and a half by eleven piece of paper. It's like that Seinfeld episode, dude, with the European. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's that's exact. I should have just told you that in the first place. Yeah. What I gotten it right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. He needs a new one. Like the old one is in. <laughs> it's in disarray. Like he thinks everything's fine and just shit is all over the place and the leather is cracking. But anyway, I said, does it have any holes? Uh, no holes. He's pretty good about keeping. Okay, so so it's not it's not beyond. No, it's it's just worn and torn. Okay. So here's the thing. I said that, Dad. I know a guy who likes to do mindless tasks on the internet in the background while we talk about other things. Do you want me to like get his help? And he goes, okay. And so now this is. Can you help him find a new pouch? Okay. Yeah. The only thing I know, I so he has a black pouch right now, but he is okay with dark brown as well. Okay. So you do that, and then tell me what you find, I guess, because I, I didn't even know where to start. Okay. Well, let's see here. I found one. This is probably a little uh, too modern for his tastes. How do you figure? Well, I found... Uh, keep in mind, this is this is a man, his tastes are pretty eclectic already, as noted. So I found one. It is called the Bull Captain Men Genuine Leather Business Casual Chest Bag Shoulder Cross Body Bag. It's a cross body bag? I don't think he's going to go for that, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Worth a try. There were a lot of other uh, adjectives there. <laughs> yeah, no. It felt like they were trying to get their SEO in the title. This this, this might actually work for him. Uh, are you familiar with the company Everlane? Uh yeah, I think I I I'm I, I, all I think about is do they make fall clothing? <laughs> no, their whole thing is like they're giving you semi designer styles and quality products by cutting out the you know the the middle dealer. They are the middle dealer though. <laughs> like, yeah, they are. But like, <laughs> why 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 don't the companies ever say that? Well, no, because the we're cutting out the middleman, but. Actually, it's us now. <laughs> no, 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 no. The middleman would be like Macy's or whatever. And so they're cutting that out. Dude, Macy's used to not have to go through these douchebags. <laughs> Sorry. Like, Anyway, go on. <laughs> so Everlane has the pocket tote. Okay. I don't know if I like this. It's $48. You probably shouldn't have mentioned the price on air because now if he ever listens to this by total chance, this is just going to be something that he like holds over my head or in his armpit for the rest of his life like <laughs> that, but anyway that's fine that's within the budget of this pouch <laughs> okay so what's it look like this is uh it's it's pretty simple it's it's uh like a black square and then it has these like two leather handles that you can hold wait it's a square and has two leather handles it's a you just picked up a purse i mean that's kind of what he has isn't it no dude it's a pouch it's not a purse <laughs> I mean, well, I can't believe we're doing the exact Seinfeld bit. This is totally like it is either hacky or totally accidental. So I don't know what's happening. 
I think, I mean, it's it's not a purse. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Would you, knowing my dad and knowing how he's like, at, like weirdly strong, just in general, not just for his age, would you give this to him with confidence? Or do you think it would get you beat up? I don't think you would beat me up. <laughs> I always wondered if one of my friends would talk about whether my dad could beat them up, not their dad. And now we're old enough to talk about my dad delivering an ass whooping on all of you guys, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think this is good. Uh, let me read the description to you and you see if it tracks. The do-everything carry-all, this twill tote has enough room to fit your laptop and daily essentials, plus an exterior pocket for stashing keys or a phone, how to go f- from the gym to work to dinner without missing a beat. This is, this is too much bag. Think smaller. <laughs> smaller? Smaller than that. That's my, my company's new slogan. Okay. Think smaller. Okay, okay. Did I ever tell you my life slogan? Uh, maybe, I don't know. Well, actually, this is not my life slogan. This is how I like to present myself to others. And I like mm-hmm. I like for them to just expect less. Okay. <laughs> that has really led to a wonderful life for me, I think. It's a, it's, it's, a good, uh, it's a good approach. When you know you are like quite in the middle of that bell curve, if you just set expectations lower than the middle, hey, man, <laughs> like, <laughs> all of a sudden, guess who's outperforming? Like, how big do you want... What is the biggest item he will need to carry in this? (laughs) His big-ass wallet. (laughs) Okay. A Filson small leather pouch. Perfect. A pouch, exactly as I initially described it to you. (laughs) Yeah. So, specifically... Oh, this might be too small. Hmm. Could you put a six-inch sub in it? Because the answer should be no, but almost. You know, <laughs> I'm not even joking. The width of the bottom of this is five and three-quarters inches. I am the greatest <laughs> describer of things on this earth. Well, I also that means that I also had a good uh, like picture in my mind's eye of what you were looking for so this is a really good pairing it's okay so we'll get that for him how much is that one 75 dollars, and it is dark brown Fuck. how much how, how big was the other one <laughs> <laughs> i got no job right now josh well i mean i can't be buying expensive ass pouches for my dad for no reason okay <laughs> i mean do you want me to chip in and not get beat up he's gonna beat you up anyway i've told a lot of lies about you man What's the worst one? That you keep telling everyone you're six one when you're five nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not five nine. <laughs> I'm five eleven. <laughs> or right, or six r- feet, depending right, on no, the day. right in the middle. I knew you would negotiate to the middle. <laughs> it's five eleven and a half. Uh the truth comes out. I'm always going to be six feet. Always, no matter what anyone or anything tells me. You're not, though. You're 5'11". Nope. Remember what I said a second ago? Speaking of getting beaten up, I have a news story, which we haven't done in a little while, that is right up your alley. Oh, nice. Are you talking to me or the audience? Because if you said it to the audience, that's real cool. No, I'm, I'm talking to you. Uh, okay yeah cool yeah what is it (laughs) okay mark calloway 
which is a good name. It sounds like a golfer. Is he a golfer? <laughs> you can look at the photo at the head of this, and I don't think he is. Mark Calloway, 46, was arrested on Thursday evening after he became drunk and belligerent at the Cap and Cock Bar in New Brighton, Pennsylvania. According to police reports, Calloway began telling other patrons that he was The Undertaker, a popular WWE wrestler, and was encouraging others to smash a chair off his back to prove it. Oh no, that's where I've heard this name! No! (laughs) You've heard this story? No, no, keep going. When Mr. Calloway was asked to leave by security, he became enraged and tried to perform a tombstone pile driver on the bouncer, which unfortunately injured both of them, said Police Chief Carl Carpenter. We arrived on scene along with an ambulance, and Calloway was transported to a local hospital. Carpenter said that had Calloway left on his own accord, he'd been allowed to go home, but because of the assault, he will be facing up to two years in prison if the bar presses charges. Dude, is it the real Undertaker? <laughs> it is not. Because that's, th- that's the Undertaker's name. It is Mark Calloway. I don't think it's the real. Because he has a big match coming up in Australia against Triple H. <laughs> <sighs> I think, I really hope you're, I don't know. I don't know if this other Mark Calloway aspires to be Taker, <laughs> but uh, I'm nervous now. Are you reading me fake news? Please tell me you're reading me fake news. I don't know. I'm like, uh, how do you not know if this is the Undertaker in the story or not? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But how would that have not come up, Josh? <laughs> I mean, it says, for telling other people he was The Undertaker. What 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 magazine, what publication is this? This is... Hang on. Hang on. What do you mean? Look at the URL! It's from EmpireNews.net. I found the source. It was originally from a different website. What is EmpireNews.net? I have no idea. This was posted. Oh, this is this is actually old news. This was posted June 30th. I'm sorry. I'm finding you old news. This was posted by Bob the Empire News Potato, allegedly. Do you think this is news, Josh? I don't know. I can't tell if this is real or not. You can't? <laughs> the potato wrote it, Josh! Jesus, uh, I was so wrong about what Facebook influences, like what the influence of Facebook would be, but this is it. I'm hearing you say it. Yeah, I don't know. Hang on. I'm going to send you a picture of this guy and you tell me if it's The Undertaker. It doesn't even matter if it's The Undertaker because the publication isn't real. Let me see what other news stories they have. You bastard, Josh. Florida millionaire arrested after authorities Speaking of getting beaten up, my dad is going to have to kick the shit out of you now for you just not realizing this. Don't you see? Mm. He's going to have to knock sense back into you. Perhaps a tombstone pile driver. Maybe he'll stone cold stunner you back into the knowledgeable world. Okay. <laughs> okay, this actually this must be fake news because of course, there's a biz- fake news, Josh. Of course it is. Of course it is. So I didn't know that was the Undertaker's real name. That might have been a better tip off if uh if I had known. The reason the thing that tipped me off uh, I, I do follow me. news. It was me screaming at you right now. <laughs> no, because I didn't believe you. I had to verify for myself. It was that there's a business article 
Mark Zuckerberg steps down as Facebook CEO amid stolen information controversy. Apparently, that happened in June also. So this is that that didn't happen. So you motherfucker! <laughs> God damn it, Josh! <laughs> we can't have you falling for these articles, man. <laughs> Not this early on. What do you mean this early on? This is going to derail your whole life if you start believing things like this. So I was looking, to be fair, I was looking for kind of like a wacky news article specifically that would be interesting to you because we've got the one-on-one show still. You know, it it, it ended up being of great interest to me <laughs> to make sure that you, now with the knowledge of having really gone through the exercise of spotting something fake... <laughs> Hopefully, you won't do it again, or you'll know as it's happening to you, and you won't tell me about absolute total lies. <laughs> well, I'm sorry for being dishonest. No, 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 no. I'm sorry for yelling. I shouldn't. I should be much nicer when I try to t- teach people things. <laughs> it, it's a very poor tactic. I apologize for all the screaming. You're gonna be a really bad teacher someday. That's not I true. Learn something. I'm a pretty good teacher, I think. If you yell at people like that every time, it's just you got me so riled up, you know? <laughs> like it was such a state of disbelief. No, the lowest common denominator. De- <laughs> wow, that fucked up. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to do that exactly. again. Exactly. No, no, no. It it fucked up, Josh. That's that's exactly the point here. <laughs> I got lowest you, buddy. I'm a denominator. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're not dumb. You just do dumb things, you idiot. <laughs> have you ever read back like a really 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 stupid thought that you had but you wrote down anyway oh yeah all the time what the hell was i thinking you want to listen to this we can even talk about it if you want but okay i was just gonna tell you uh, hey that was weird the iphone scrolled down almost as if to tell me to skip this joke (laughs) i'm not listening to you apple i'm gonna say this and I'm going to say it on your podcast platform, and it's going to make everything a little worse because I said it. Okay. Um, I was going to talk to you about how I'm back in school, which is kind of silly and fun because it's not really school. It's just like comedy classes. Right. Yeah, how's that going? Dude, it's the best. I was telling someone that I think I told you this too. I'm saying this in all sincerity, and I'm saying this with... Almost a certainty that, like, my downfall is either imminent or certainly inevitable. Uh, But I think I am the happiest I've ever been in my whole life. (laughs) Yeah, I remember you saying that. and uh... That is crazy to me. Like, I I am at peak happiness. And it keeps going up. It's weird. (laughs) You're going to hit a a peak somewhere, though, and you're going to to crash. And it's bound to happen. But has that been proven? Has someone just gotten, like, endlessly lucky throughout their whole life? No, there's... You're gonna slip on the banana peel, buddy. How, do you know that? I mean, like, is it, is, I've avoided a surprising amount of banana peels. I'm just saying that at a certain point, it is just going to become impossible to top your happiness. The like, best you can like, hope for... like, what are you basing that on? That, that It's just, like, you're saying things completely in theory. Like, there is no maximum of happiness. I, I'm not trying to, like, tie winning the lottery to the maximum happiness or anything. But, like, the analogy, you can't win the lottery 
every week. It's just, you just can't do it. I don't know. Like, isn't it technically possible? <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, that line is approaching zero so close that even if you spent like an hour doing the little pinch zoom thing on your iPhone to like zoom in and see how far away from the actual line it was, you still wouldn't be able to find it. I'm living on the edge, baby. <laughs> it's me. I'm riding that wave. <laughs> Like, that line is just going to get closer and closer and closer, and you're going to be like James Franco in 127 hours because it's just squeezing in on you. That's what's going to happen to you. You're telling me, what you're telling me is that I'm going to end up in an Oscar-nominated movie in the role of the actor who was nominated for that movie. That's that's my fate? No. Don't you see? You didn't even compare me to the actual guy in 127 hours. Things are just going to keep going skyward, and if they crash, they crash. But I am ready to test if there is an 85-foot wave out there, damn it. I'm going to keep going, just leaning into my happiness. I'm just saying that if I had said you're like Aaron Ralston in that situation that the movie 127 hours was based on... You wouldn't have known, well, maybe when I said the movie, but that you still probably would have made this whole tie-in. My point That's is... That's where you're wrong. I am surprisingly worldly about movie trivia knowledge. You bitch. I would have known that, okay? <laughs> so if I said Aaron Ralston, you would have known? What I, uh, first of all, yes. And what I would have preferred is that you made your actual point instead of dance around it. Booyah! I'm coming back with all this confidence, too, now. Pop, 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 pop. You know what's great? Don't you see? Even if I fail, even if I fall flat on my face and it shatters into a million pieces, you still get a laugh and the world still wins. It works out, Josh. Not if you do it in the middle of nowhere. You go on these solo adventures all the time. If you fall in like, you know, you're you're climbing through the desert of Chicago and you fall on a rock and your face gets shattered and then your body gets eaten by coyotes or whatever like I don't know there's no happy funny ending to this we just are like well there's no more tapping anymore and Mike and I have to figure out how we wrap up the show like that becomes a burden Josh like, Josh 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 just first what? of all just calm down just a little bit it's very upsetting to me that the first thing you thought about was your burden upon my death. Yeah. But that's fine. We'll, we'll get right past that. Uh, dude, if I die, wouldn't it be on my season of the show? No, that would be the worst is if it wasn't. And that's what I'm saying. It would be filmed. It would have to be, dude. If I'm making the show, they're going to show my biggest moments. The character dying is huge in yeah, a but show. That's not scripted. There was an accident on the on the set during filming. That's when you bit it. Then everyone would know, dude. <laughs> All your problems are solved. Just take it easy. Don't worry about my death now or later. Just know that you'll get to enjoy it as it happens. <laughs> or no, after it happens. Hopefully not as it happens. You're promising that you won't be a burden. You're promising that you dying won't be worth I'm promising that I won't give a shit. That's not good enough for me. <laughs> Here for, instead of News International Belfast Bureau, Mike Bogart, correspondent, reporter, and uh, guy about town. Uh, here I am in the bathroom, 
in Belfast, uh, just chilling, just chilling in the bathroom, not doing anything. Don't worry. You hear that echo? Uh, I'm just sitting. I'm just sitting. I have my clothes on, not pulled down all the way up. Uh, I'm just chilling in here, getting some privacy, uh, to talk to you all listeners. Um, here's the thing about Belfast. And just like bathrooms in general. Uh, There's a lot of ones where you men just like pee on the wall. I think it's called a latrine. My brother tells me it's it's called a latrine. Uh, You just kind of, you just stand there and you just pee on the wall. Um, So I'm not doing that right now. I have a toilet and I'm, I'm sitting on it. It's closed. Toilets closed. Uh, but these latrine bathrooms all over the place. And let me tell you what happened tonight. Me and my brother both had run-ins with the latrine multiple times. And uh, we, neither one of us knows the etiquette. Uh, I walked up to one. So it looked like there was maybe three three body widths space to just pee on this wall and uh there was one one uh person occupying the left one person occupying the right and there were two open uh two open (laughs) uh stalls i guess you would call them i didn't think about it i just went right into the middle of the latrine right between these two guys i got some dirty looks i was peeing on this wall and I felt uncomfortable. And later on, my brother went to the bathroom, came back, told me, you know, what's going on with latrine etiquette? Neither one of us knows. Uh, we were both pretty uh, uncomfortable feeling like we did the wrong thing, pee on the wall next to the wrong guy. Maybe we should have taken the stall. How many people are even supposed to fit in there? There's no you're not aiming at anything it's just the wall how you you could fit you could fit seven children maybe eight maybe three four adult people who know like two one is it one per wall we don't know i peed next to two guys right in the middle of them they didn't seem to like it i didn't like it either to be honest um so that's what i know about northern ireland <laughs> uh there's been some other stuff uh well uh i haven't caught any pokemon in quite a while pokemon have gone cold uh, they're, they're just not biting. The Pokemon are not biting in Northern Ireland. Uh, I will say that, uh, driving, driving, I don't know if you know this, but you're on the left side of the road this time. And the steering wheel is on the right side of the car. Confusing, right? I agree. Uh, I've been navigator. I've been manning. I've been manning the sat nav, as they say, uh, in these parts. And let me tell you, not fun. It's uh, it's a, it's a challenge. The sat nav. It's a challenge driving, 
backwards on everything, um, but it's going well. We haven't crashed into any uh, cows or sheep. Haven't haven't hidden any sheep. Um, we've seen a lot of sheep, and we've come close to hitting many a sheep. We haven't really come close to hitting a cow. I uh, I said hello to a cow. I came very close to a cow, and I thought we were cool, me and this cow. We really, like, I took two, three full minutes to build a relationship with this this heifer. And uh, I guess I, I, I went a little too much, a little too fast. I scared the shit out of a cow. Um, it, didn't, it did not like me in the end. Uh, what really, how else does any relationship end, you know? Um, so that'll about do it from Northern Ireland. Uh, haven't really pack, picked up the accent yet. Still feeling a strong, still feeling a strong, uh, Chicago uh, vibe, but who knows? Tomorrow off to Edinburgh, 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 as they say, uh, in Scotland. Um, so I'll be in Scotland uh, later on, and then uh, I'll tell you some stuff about Scotland, where they have very furry, furry cows. Their cows in Scotland have so much hair. I can't wait to see one. I'll let you guys know about it. Bye. Okay, go. You're a very angry typer. Okay. Do you, You're not do, the first person to say that. Yeah, why did you take offense to it? I mean, if someone else has said it, you, you're aware? I guess. I don't know what makes me an angry typer, though. You type really hard. Like, you type you type beyond the level that is required for that key to show up on the screen. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Are you mad? No. Wow, I, I'm enjoying the idea of toying around with these mini-segments. Yeah. I think it'll be F-U-N-N-Y... Good. That's the first thing I learned in comedy school. (laughs) (laughs) Be funny. (laughs) Oh, I thought you meant how to spell funny. (laughs) I just, I did. You did. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Ow. God, I need to crack my... Is it? Do you crack an ankle? Is that the thing that cra- cracks, or is it a, like a separate bone? Ugh, I don't know. You never cracked your ankle? No, not intentionally. Are you serious? It's like one of my like you got your fingertips or your fin- your knuckle pops, and then you got your ankle pop. Ugh, no, I've never done that. Your ankle doesn't pop? I I don't know. Like, have you have you ever cracked your toes? Oh, I heard that. Ugh. Is this gross? Is this a Halloween episode? <laughs> no, it's just gross. Uh, there we go.
that was my my fingers yeah i can like hear the difference between the fingers the fingers i can i can deal with i can't fuck with that other stuff though why because of society and cultural norms <laughs> no i get well i mean it's because it's not what i do like i <laughs> i crack my fingers and i just can't handle anybody that's different than me because of society and cultural norms <laughs> no i'm just uh, i don't know have you ever wondered why is this what being racist is like <laughs> yeah because of society and cultural norms dude welcome you have finally understood what it's like oh okay yeah now stop doing that <laughs> hating other people's cultures and ways of life <laughs> i have no problem with your culture i just want you to stop being a cracker <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you like the show, or if you have any desire to see what it feels like to leave a review for a podcast, uh, please leave us a review. That would be great on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, which is really fun. I mean, like you don't have to do anything special to be on there, but like, hey, look, my name's on there uh, with the other two guys that I like. Yeah, whatever. Everybody knows that we have a little hidden animosity. But anyway, uh, keep listening to the show. Please tell your friends about it. We'll be back next week with another episode. Bye. So yeah, you should probably do one more and then we'll pipe in mics, and then that's a show. Does this fucking look like The Undertaker to you, Josh? <laughs> I don't know what The Undertaker... I, I, like, have a vague oh recollection of... Oh, my God! <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> I have watched so little wrestling, and I don't know, like... I don't know, The Undertaker was bigger, like, 20 years ago, wasn't he? The Undertaker is fighting in a few weeks. <laughs> I don't. Does this look a man to you who is in fighting shape? No, but I don't know how much he has to like be active. Didn't they have like Hulk Hogan come back before he had his whole scandal and he was like not in shape, but they still had him up there? There's no requirements for anything, Josh. It's scripted. <laughs> Fucking Donald Trump did something and like that doesn't Vince McMahon get hit once in a while? Exactly. So that it could be scripted. This this but man this, could be this, in a script. No, this is not the actor who plays The Undertaker in any capacity. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> and what I'm trying to tell you is that I don't follow wrestling enough to know this. He was he was a part of pop culture. Would you like to Google The Undertaker and tell me if first the wrestler appears or just the local services of your closest funeral home? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It could have just... I had like a vague idea of what he looks like and I didn't know. Like when... Uh, what's his name? Des Bryant was arrested. There was that like goofy mugshot of him. I didn't know if it was like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
Just Google it, and that'll be the end of this. <laughs> Rest in peace. That's how The Undertaker signed off. <laughs>